Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, Amy got pulled over. What? Also, we'll talk Top Gun Maverick, Owen Wilson's Tesla tires, and a Johnny Depp prank call. And so much more, of course. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Plus, follow us on TikTok. It's The Roadhouse Show. And on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Bounce from the Roadhouse! So, Dylan... Check this out. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Whatever you're done, be talking about the danger zone. Oh, you feel that? Oh yeah. Have you, you ever been bones. there? Have you ever been to the danger zone, Dylan? I don't know. What does that? What does the danger zone classify as? I'm not a hundred percent sure. But what I'm trying to say is, Kenny Loggins is he's wrote songs for like those five billion song movies or whatever I'm trying to say. Things like obviously Danger Zone, Top Gun, I'm all right, I'm all right. Don't nobody worry about me. Remember from Caddyshack, your mama, your mama don't dance. And remember that one? That was a good oh, jam. Yeah. Footloose, get real. Really? Come on, everybody loves Footloose. Everybody and knows Footloose. Playing with the boys, also in Top Gun, and uh, I mean the list goes on and on and on and on. He's got a crap ton of songs that are out there on movies. It's like how he made his living. And he's actually still on tour as we speak, possibly. I don't really know. But this is a story about how he came into Danger Zone on Top Gun. Okay. See, see, everybody, so they threw it out. He said this is his words. I could tell immediately that this was more of a cattle call than a strictly private thing. Uh, like, he, they weren't just saying, hey, Kenny, we want you, like in the past, right, we right. want you to write, to be our guy that writes these songs for the movies. They threw it out to everybody. You know, hey, oh. give us some songs. So he watched the movie, and he... Uh, unlike everybody else, everybody else was looking at the beginning. They wanted that song when the when it the starts, intro. the intro. Yeah, you know, yeah. they want that jam, right? And he was like, "Nah, I'm going with get this. Right. I'm writing a song for the volleyball scene, <laughs> which is funny. We should have waited for Amy to come back tomorrow and talk about this because that's her favorite part of the movie. And uh, now this is on the original. I haven't seen the new one yet, and neither have you. No, uh-uh. So re- reviews look good, but uh, we haven't seen it yet. However, on the original volleyball scene, he came up with a song, Playing With The Boys. <laughs> Say it was the right time. <laughs> hey, Which you know. I haven't heard <laughs> since I uh, watched the movie. You know? All right, all right. And so, but anyways... He said, actually, Danger Zone isn't even a song he wrote. Uh, Giorgio Morato, who was the overseeing the soundtrack, eventually came up to Loggins with a demo of Danger Zone and said, hey, man, I want you to hit this. And he put his touches on it. But Kenny Loggins wasn't even the first pick. It had already been offered to Corey Hart, Jefferson Starship, Toto, and they all declined it because they were like, nah, this song's dumb. Does this sound like a dumb song to you? You know what I mean? Like... Oh. What? No. No, it sounds like a classic. This is it. You can't even think about Top Gun without going get into the danger zone. Maybe it was him no, that made about it. Toto. I mean, they sang Africa, you know? That, that would have been cool. It would have, but I don't know. There's something do you about... Think they, would he get a hold of Toto cool. and ask him to just do a quick cover? See, who, see who's better? I mean, honestly. Yeah. This is... Oh, 
you know when they play this at a sporting event? Yeah. You know, when the team's coming out or something yeah. going on, it gets you charged up. Yeah, it does. I mean, any other way, I mean, I don't know how it could be any better. I don't either. Either way, but <laughs> I'm so glad that he did this, uh, you know, Danger Zone, and his whole life wasn't revolved around playing with the boys. Right. I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. So now, have you ever been to the Danger Zone? Come on! So we've been talking about Kenny Loggins and uh, Danger Zone, but I really mostly want to ask you about your last weekend, Dylan. What? So your sister graduated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's your sister's name? Do you think she'd care if we talk about her? Uh, you know, I don't think so. And if she does, I don't care. <laughs> it's your sister. <laughs> um, is she single? She is single. Eighteen. Yep. Single as a Pringle. Oh wow! And uh, where's she going to college? Uh, University. Nebraska Lincoln. Lincoln, Nebraska. That's right. Man, I've heard a lot about girls. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. I actually haven't. I'm making that up. But uh, so what all else <laughs> did you do this weekend? Because I know that was a big part of your weekend. Yep. Yep. Just had a uh, family in town and celebrated that and went out to dinner a few times and nice. hung around and barbecued. Yep. And uh, was enjoyed the freedoms we get to have yes. because of the people who have served because our of country. Memorial Day. That's yes, right. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. And uh, that's cool. Well, my weekend was like filled with the similar kind of stuff. It seemed like, well, first of all, Friday night, me and Amy got to go see uh, Chelsea trailer. Lynn. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. Lynn, Trailer Trash Tammy. And that was, um, that was funny. It was, it was pretty good. good. There was like three comics, at three, it was like they were Rodney Carrington, but females. You know what I mean? Oh. Like if you're familiar at all with Rodney right. Carrington, pretty dirty, pretty risque, but funny. Yeah. These girls were that way. They talked about things that I've heard girls talk about, but I just didn't expect it. In, in crowd. front of a bunch of people. Yeah. That's and they did it. And uh, Amy ditched me. She really? might she might tell a different story, but and I hope she's listening right now. But we totally got to the Devil Mountain Grand. I'm going up the escalator. I'm like, Amy. And she's with her husband. I'm with my wife. And I get to the top and I'm like, well, I'm going to go say hi to my friend at the soundboard. Okay. And I will say this in her defense, cell phone reception sucks when you're inside the DMG, mm-hmm. which is probably for the best. But it's like, so calls and text messages don't go through. I'm like, where is she? And I'm watching the stairs and I hadn't seen her. I'm like, where the heck is she? All of a sudden, I'm like, well, maybe we should go sit down and just wait for her where our seats are. Right. And so I go over there and I, I'm texting her, where are you at? Where are you at? Nothing, nothing. Finally, she goes, I'm by the stairs. And I'm like, by the what stairs? And then nothing. So I call her, nothing. I'm like, what is going on? This whole time she was able to meet up with Chelsea Lynn. So she was backstage oh. hanging out with Chelsea Lynn, totally ditched me. Where was just your Just walked invite? right past me. Yeah, no. Just walk, doesn't nothing. Nobody cares I, about Brandon. You know, I think we're going to have to uh, have yeah. a little talk about this when yeah, she when comes she gets back. It. Yeah, ditch know? me. Her story might sound a little something like that text message I sent 20 minutes before you got mm, it. Right. You know, things like that. <laughs> and it's probably true. We looked at her phone. I'm not actually that <laughs> mad at her. I'm actually extremely happy that she got to go meet Chelsea Lynn because she was that, crazy excited. She was crazy excited. Yep. So I'd have been mad yep. if it was reversed. Like mm. I even would have been mad if like I'm back there like I can't find Amy. Right. Like, I would have been pretty bummed about yep. it. I'm glad I. Not that I wasn't excited to meet Chelsea Lynn, but it's definitely more Amy's gym. Yeah. But, but the reality is, do you think that Danger Zone <laughs> made Kenny Loggins? 
So, well, I mean, I guess, was this his first breakout song? Is this what kind of put him on the map? You know, I'm not 100% sure uh, because, let's see here, Kenny Loggins. Or I guess, was there any songs before hit. this? Yeah. His first album was Celebrate Me Home and was released back in 1977 and included the hit I Believe in Love. And then he started. It's hard to say. I mean, I really don't think. And that's what I think is so funny about that uh, Danger Zone situation is he didn't even write it. He was going to write that other silly song, right? right? Uh, Not Danger Zone. He was going to sing I'm With The Boys thing, which is really a weird song. (laughs) To be 100% honest, it's not as cool as the Danger Danger Zone. No. Mm-hmm. Danger Zone is still applicable today in That's life. Right. You turn that on and it gets you going. Not it's this. A, it's a classic. It's timeless. Playing with the boys, even in our time and day of things of life and the way we are, still weird. Yeah, not sticking. Sorry, Kenny, but good thing they gave you Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned over the weekend. <laughs> I wish we would have went. You know what we should have done? Hmm. We should have ditched, because I had a lot of graduation stuff, too. Should have ditched everybody and went and watched that movie together. That's right. Top Gun? Ditched everyone. You could have brought your sister. That's right. Graduation present. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you doing tonight? Uh, Danger Zone! <laughs> well, it so happened this morning uh, that, well, I don't know what protocol. Protocol? bro Protocol? Protocol is, mm-hmm. but it's allergy season, yep. you know? And a guy gets kind of fluffy uh, in the nose area and yep. starts sneezing. It's been kind of messing with me. I have to take two different 24-hour allergy pills year-round because if I get the allergy, I'm out like singing for like a month or better that it takes me to recover. It's not fun. No. And it's like it doesn't even affect me in any other way except for the one thing I want to do, and that's use my voice on the radio and singing, you know, yep. and it'll give me a sinus infection, Ugh. my mom calls it. That's not what my fun. mom says. No. What about you? Uh, I mean, it just depends. I would say I don't really get sick that often either, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe get sick like once, twice a year, but springtime comes around, you start mowing the grass, you know, oh, yeah. and it's dusty, and oh, you just yeah. got to sneeze all the time. You always yes. feel like you're a little plugged up. It's not fun. So then it brings me to the next thing where, like, this morning you walked in here. Mm-hmm. You got here. I've been here for a while getting things ready. You come walking in, and I seen it, but I didn't want to say anything, you know. And because I don't know why, I just felt bro code is what I should have done is tell you that you have a little something in the <laughs> in the danger zone. You had a bat in the cave, uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You had something that was just like So you know, we thought. Yeah, I thought it was mm-hmm. something, but it turns out it was just a piece of lint. There was a bat in the cage. But I let it hang out there for like an hour. You did. I you mean, know. you got here a little after six, and there it was, just yep. hanging out. You Opened know. up my phone, and I you know, saw go, my face, and I was like, man. Go to snap there, some ladies. There's a little... Uh, there's a little bat hanging out in the cave. You go to snap some ladies and some instead. Ladies. <laughs> We're on a Kenny Loggins kick still. Still. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Too bad, though, because if you couldn't just go hang out. <laughs> because you got a bat in the cave. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You can't go out with so, a bat in the cave. No, you definitely cannot because otherwise you will enter into the... <laughs> <laughs> But what do you do?
I mean, what do you do if you got a bat in the cave? I mean, in, inside it's kind of tough. Outside you just cow, you plug yeah, a nostril, yeah. farmers blow that thing. Gone. See ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Never see it. Again. You don't need to use a Kleenex. That's correct. Pick your nose. I don't use my finger nor a Kleenex outside. Why? Because I like to work for the for the for the planet. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't want germs on my fingers. No, no, you know? no, no, you don't. But uh, they say this: "Tis the sneezing." <laughs> it says nearly three in five say allergies and sinus issues are impacting job performances. Yeah, one in four adults feel truly prepared for seasonal weather changes. That's a one wow. in four. It's only That's, a quarter of us. Yeah, it's not very good. You do quick math. You know, if you do old math, it's still a quarter of us. Um, and that's according to a panel of 2,000 adults. Uh, 23% claimed they were always ready for whatever kind of skies might throw at them, allergy-wise. See, that's the hardest part for me is I I never suffered with allergies growing up. I, I could go in a hay field all day long. Right. All year didn't bother me. I could cut grass. I'd be covered in weeds. I could lay around with the snakes. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. But then all of a sudden... Boom. You grew up. It's just, it happens. Oh, Next thing you know, hit you. I'm just trying to get out of the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish Amy was here so we could annoy her with this song. True. She wouldn't, she wouldn't be letting us play it all the time. No, she would say, shut it out. Yeah. I love you, Amy. Well, we come to the conclusion. We took an office poll. You guys have been mm-hmm. texting in. Nuts in dessert is actually it's about e- equal 50 50 but we all know that it sucks you can't put nuts in your dessert like you, you just you just no no the nut the flavoring like a pecan pie flavoring or uh yeah. you know almond whatever mark Houston said mm-hmm. you know the pistachio P- pistachio the pistachio pie is most delightful how does he know if he likes it if you can't even say it right yeah he can't even say pistachio no. correctly he says no. pistachio. pistachio uh check the spelling mm-hmm. bruh and i don't know how to spell it but i'm just saying i think that's an a trying to sound fancy or yeah, something it'd be weirdo yeah. but either way you look at it survey it's actually 50 50 keep them coming in though i do want to know we'll keep a tally of this is peanuts should they be allowed in desserts cakes i mean white cho- what is that white chocolate almond cookies or whatever the the macadamia, macadamia nuts. nuts those are good those are a totally different nut mm-hmm. to me those are really good yes. bro check this out one time my mom who can make anything in the world and it's always amazing my mom is amazing one time my mom makes amazing enchiladas we go over to her house and she put nuts in the enchiladas i was excited all day to go over and eat these enchiladas only to take my first humongous bite of my mom's greatest ever enchiladas only to bite into a mystery chunk also known as i think they were almonds i'm not 100 sure maybe they were peanuts i don't really know but gross yeah that's Especially in like Mexican foods like that. I mean, come on. You want cheese and chicken and hot sauce, not nuts. Yeah. And like, for, to clarify, did it taste bad? No, it didn't actually. It tasted just fine. But it was weird. Here's, didn't you fit weren't the profile. Expect- yeah. No. Is this a chicken no. bone? Is it a part of my tooth? Mm-hmm. What's in here? Is yeah. it your tooth? I don't know what's in this. That's a little, that's a little weird. Yeah. To say the least. So that's how I feel about desserts, like brownies. You mm. want to ruin a batch of brownies? I've seen people put nuts in brownies. Yep. Yeah, yeah I know. Put the nuts on the side. You know, I don't if want to. If you want to put them on top yourself, go yeah. ahead. Maybe I'll toss them in there while you're chewing. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just weird. And all all nuts aside, I mean, I love nuts. I nuts. will eat a handful of nuts when I go home. Cashews, almonds, every nut possible. I love them, but not in my cake, not no, in my pie. No, I don't like no surprise nuts in my mouth. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> so gross. And the thing about it is, like, what are you trying to achieve here? You're trying to make your pie healthier? If you're eating pie, you're not trying to be healthier. No. <sighs> Anyways, that's just, that was the thanks for coming to our TED Talk about the nuts. And uh, keep them coming in, though. It is kind of interesting to see what people are saying, all the different desserts and things that nuts are actually good in. Mm-hmm. And I, they've almost convinced me. But no, I will stand my ground on this one. As you should. No nuts. It really sucks when somebody steals something from mm, you. Have mm-hmm. you ever had your car broken into? Mm-hmm. No. It's it's almost like they they stole your heart from your body. Extremely frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good feeling. This happened to my brother back in the day when we lived in Arizona. Mm. He was married. He had he had a baby on the way and he's he did mortgages at the time. He was getting ready for work, and he was having a good day. It was beautiful out, and he was going to have a great day in his mind. Right, mm-hmm. right. And he walks out to get in his car, <laughs> and it's on center blocks. <laughs> Somebody just took the whole tire, all four of them. <laughs> and he had this really nice Toyota truck, and it was yeah. it was uh, raised up. up or whatever you call it. Yeah. Lifted. It was lifted. lifted. There up. you go. It was raised up. Yeah. It was raised. It was raised up. <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> raised up on center blocks that that morning. Oh man! But that's crazy. Has that ever happened to you? Anything like that? No. How I, much time did that take? I mean, probably I, not much. <laughs> one time in one of my pickups that I had, it was lifted as well. It was raised, and uh, it, <laughs> it had bigger tires on it and nicer aftermarket rims. Not the nicest. But all of a sudden, I noticed I was missing a ton of lug nuts, and it was almost like they were trying to steal the wheels. But I had I had a key to lug nut because they have certain lug nuts that you have to have a special key to kind of get it off. It's not just a normal lug nut, and so it's like they realized it and then quit trying. But I still only had like two lug nuts holding my wheel. Oh on. my gosh! So I had to go buy new lug nuts to put on it, and yeah, so that was kind of a pain. But that's I and I don't even know did they come off. Like, did on their own, or did somebody actually steal them? I don't really know. So, yeah. What I want to know is when my brother, when this happened to my brother, did they have more than one person, or did they like take one tire off, put center blocks, and it's like lopsided, and then they went to the other side? Yeah. I mean, you got to think that's quite the investment of time because one, you're carrying your purchased block concrete block to set the car on or they probably stole them brandon you've if they're car- stealing yeah. rims. <laughs> you've carried them with you that's they're not light you've brought them with you and you've obviously got possibly tools like wire like cordless drills yeah to it, remove them it had to have been noisy like yeah like nascar like a team of four or five people or at out, least. they're out there silently with like one of them t-bar things like you know doing it by hand <laughs> mm. it's insane yeah this actually happened to owen wilson you wouldn't think this would happen to a celebrity wow but he, he goes outside and somebody has taken all of the tires and wheels off of his tesla <laughs> apparently his gated community isn't so gated. yeah where's this guy live no kidding wow Normally, celebrities have like the big gates around their home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the electrical gate that slides open, maybe a security guard out there, cameras. How did somebody get away with this? That's pretty wild. And I honestly, I would have thought Tesla would have locking nuts. Like, you know what I mean? They, they seem like that kind of a car that would definitely have measures of 
Like you, Anti-steps. you have to manually take those wheels off. You'd think you'd push a button inside, and the wheel would just come right. off. <laughs> or you think the tire would talk to them? Like, yeah. this well, tire belongs right here, buddy. You will not take my wheel today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys know how people make fun of Owen Wilson saying "Wow." Yeah, have you ever heard that wow. before? You think wow. he walked outside and went "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> So is there a baby, or yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Actually, she's prego, and we're good to go. Are you serious? No. <laughs> Silly, like the last time we made our appointment for Thanksgiving weekend, we get the uh, nuts hooked up, hopefully over in Utah, and uh, be good to go. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it takes. The problem is, and the part that makes me the most nervous about it is, one, we're both She's older than me, but we're both. She is not. No, yeah, I know she's six years younger, but still, <laughs> we're we're the same age. But still, we're in our early thirties, and it's like, I, I, I've had a vasectomy for more than ten years. They say after ten years, your ability of hooking them back up and it working it decreases. Doesn't say it doesn't work; it just it decreases. So you've got that against you, plus tied into just the fact of you know. I don't know. She, I, she, I don't know what her health history, that stuff. Everything is just, you don't know. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of factors that it might not actually work, but we're going to sure give it a shot, and I'm willing to try. So that's about it. <laughs> what, what are you laughing, Dylan? <laughs> Please share. Oh, I just bonked my headphones on the microphone. Oh, you know, Brandon's just willing to try. Like it's a, yeah. You know, he's just... I mean, it's going to be do. a tough task, but he is willing to try. I'll do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. When, when for the, team. the baby is graduating high school, how old are you going to be? Well, I guess it depends when everything kind of comes to fruition, if you will, as far as the baby. <laughs> so if the baby's born next year. <laughs> yeah. In a year from now, yeah, how then old you will would, the... I mean, depending on the baby's education ability, mm-hmm. it could be 18 <laughs> years from now, it could be 19. You're going to you be know, well into your... 17. Wait, what if it's a an advanced baby and in 16 years, the baby's done and gets a job like a normal human being and starts helping pay the bills, you know, because I'm old and retired. You're going to be close to 60. How happy? Well, I mean, I will be closer to 60 than I am now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, well, so will I at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you, know, you don't age backwards, Amy. No. Well, duh. You, duh. You would add 18 years to said age, and that could be closer to 60 <laughs> than I am now. Mm. But I won't be 60. How? That's you are literally going to look like Santa Claus by then. No. No, no. You could, you I could think be with, Santa Claus every year for your child. No, He's going to be a ripped Santa Claus. With modern technology and advancement and, and health and stuff like that and my ability and hopeful financial status by then, I don't know because it won't work now, I think I should be able to live to like buck 25, buck 30, so I think it'll be fine. I should have a full head of hair by then, actually. I, I don't even phase me. All that does is make my elbow go to the right where my wife sleeps. That's all that does. Hey, go get that baby. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the moment everybody's been waiting for. It's time for the Dummy of the Day with special guest D-Ray Knight. Yes, everyone waits for this and the new episode of Whiskey at Work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Everybody's waiting for that one. I've never, Speaking of dummy I've never of heard the day, of that one. Neither have I. 
I just I just pulled that one out of thin air. Is nice. that the one that's um that's the, just got beaten out by uh, exactly, Bounce from yeah. the Roadhouse? Yeah. By the way, congratulations, guys. Oh, it's thank number you. two. I yeah. think it is number two. Ironically. Yeah. Well, well it's, I think they're going to rename it. They're going to rebrand that as uh, Whiskey and Whining at Work. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yep. He needs to drink more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe a little too much whiskey and not enough work. How about that? True story. True oh. story. Oh. Speaking F- of stories. Yeah. This uh, Today's Dummy of the Day comes from Germany. Ooh. Dortmund, Germany. Which is pretty much like West Virginia of Germany. But um, Sarah Roto. She is what you would call an objectum sexual. Anyone know what that? Is, no. no. Objectum no sexual. Dylan? Dylan, you know, objectum no, sexual. No, are, you, are you an objectum sexual? I mean, no. I'm not that I know. Not. An, is that like an, a Karen? No, no. An objectum, <laughs> Sarah, it's not objecting to sex. An objectum sexual objects. They fall in love with objects. Oh, that's lame. And you've heard these stories like people fall in love with bridges, buildings, and things like that. Oh, yeah. But Sarah... 23-year-old girl from Germany. She's in love with a 737 aircraft. Oh, yeah. Hello. Jeez, where are you going to put that? That's a big load. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apparently, apparently, because it's not a 747, it's a size doesn't matter. That's going to be a mark. Yeah. Now, she flies on the aircraft as often as possible. <laughs> She has 50 replica models of 737s around her house. And there's pictures of her, various sized ones. And there's one with her snuggling in bed with one. What? She loves 737s. That's weird. She hopes to wed one one day, however, wedding an object is illegal in Germany. Yeah. Mm. How strange. Nine, you will not be married to the jet plane. Why do you think that you should be married to a 737? That's just ridiculous. Pilot to bombardier. I don't understand it. Well, she used to be in love with a train. Uh. Uh. A lot of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got nothing mature to say. It, there, well, that's exactly it. There are so many bad puns yeah. associated with the story. Many things we can't talk about on the air. But she used to be in love with a, with a train, but now she's no longer in love with a train. And she's had relationships with men, but they just don't do it for her. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She calls her plane Dickie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well. This is my boyfriend, 737 named Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is what the You couldn't make that up, right? You can't. She named it Dickie. Why? There's so many other names. No, you know, wingy. What are you going to call a cockpit? I mean, come on. She says she loves everything about him, but particularly his face, wings, and engine. They're so sexy to me. Well, oh, the, the GE Turbo fans just turn me on. I bet she likes the motor. She does. Yeah. Now, uh, she says some people don't understand my love. I think pretty much everyone in this room would be in that camp. But my friends took my coming out very well and encouraged me. Yeah? Sure they did. They're well, laughing at it. It's like, yeah, let's go over to Santa's and see and visit her boyfriend's at 737. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm the one who told her to name it Dickie. <laughs> 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 I was excited. <laughs> All right, guys, are you ready for this horrible story I'm about to share? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was out buying groceries while I was off, okay? I was where where do you get groceries at? I was ATW? at Sam's Club, because I don't like to go very often. Okay, oh, so you, you, you stock, stock up. up. I stock up like the world's about to end. Gotcha. Okay. 
I have a truck full of groceries. <laughs> Wait, you have a truck? Like, you go buy gro- that many groceries? Like, are they putting pallets? No. In the back, you got a semi? I have like an SUV. Peterbilt? Okay. Okay. Um, Not a truck, but... Whatever. So you're in your caddy. Yes. Hi. And it's, like, packed full of Sam's Club goodies. Uh-huh. And I'm in the turning lane. Let me explain where I'm at. So I'm about to turn left... Onto Highway, whatever that is, forty-four towards the valley. Omaha, and I was on Campbell. Oh yeah, headed south. Okay, and you're okay. about to go east. Yes. Never eat soggy waffles. Never <laughs> east. Yes. So I'm behind a couple cars, and they're merging out because the light's green. And they're uh-huh. they want to wait for it to clear so they can turn. Car one goes, car two goes. Yep. So I merge out. Said cars are coming. Yep, oncoming traffic. And I'm waiting for this one car to go through so I can go. Yep. And all of a sudden, she like, slams on her brakes, stops at the light, and by the time she does that, the light is red. And you're like, oops, got to go. Yeah, so I turn. In There's a cop sitting the other direction. Oh. He turns around and pulls me over. Oh, yeah. Ouch. He's seen a cute girl in a caddy. No. He's like, hey, we got to pull this lady. So I'm pulled over on the side of the highway, super embarrassed because my neighbors are probably driving by. They're like, oh, there's Amy. She got pulled over in a new car. huh?" Amy from the roadhouse. They probably are like uh, taking Snapchat selfies. No. There's going to be pictures of you being pulled over. I'm not like you, Brandon. I don't get recognized. I think I got a Snapchat and I was trying to figure out what it was. Now it makes sense. Whatever. Somebody with a truckload of groceries. (laughs) So I'm super embarrassed at this point. He comes up to the window. Do you know what you did wrong? And I'm like, no, I don't. Did you say it like that? Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't do anything wrong. What did I do? Go ahead and tell me. And then he says that I ran the red light. He said, by the time I went through, his light was green and they couldn't go. And so I was in the wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, what what was I supposed to do? Back up? Because I I shared the story about the woman slamming on her brakes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did the right thing. Mm. what am i supposed to do everybody behind me back up so yeah. i don't run this red light True i think that. that would have been a you How know you, worse yeah. decision there's nowhere yeah. for you to go so i'm super embarrassed at this point and i think we need to take a break right here because the story's about to turn you are never gonna believe what happened next i never thought this what? would happen to me ever ever are we ready for part two of amy getting pulled mm. over cuffed and stuffed mm-hmm. amy what little do they know you like it. Okay, so here I am, pulled over on the side of Highway 44, cop at my window. And you know what? He said because I had dealer plates on, he had to report it as a suspicious vehicle. Oh. So here comes another police officer what? parked behind that one. Double So the now cops. it looks like I'm a Double criminal, cops. like I have drugs in my car or something. Yeah. Mm. And you How might. embarrassing is that? Really, it was just a bunch of groceries. Greek yogurt, yeah. mm-hmm. eggs, monster. You know what you eat? <laughs> I had monster. sushi. Sushi? <laughs> Not on my watch, said Officer Dan, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, I had to call in another officer because you don't have a license plate. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to go ahead and tell him to leave, though. Oh. And I'm like, still arguing with him that I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So if you're just catching up, I turned left on a red uh-huh. because I was waiting for another car to go through the, the light and they never did. And so by the time I went through, it was red. I don't think I did anything wrong. Yeah. I think I was doing the safe thing. And I'm like, I don't ever do anything wrong. I do a podcast with 
Lieutenant Mosier and Brendan Medina. Uh-huh. So I tried to follow the laws. What was the look on his face when he said that? What is he like? Oh, he kind of looked away and and giggled a little bit. You know Mosier. So did I? Do you think I used that as an excuse to yeah. get out of the ticket? Yeah. Oh, you totes did. I think I did. Yeah. They call that in the business. They call that name dropping. <laughs> yeah. You're like, let me sprinkle a little people in here that I know, Lieutenant Mosier. And then when I told him about the podcast, he's like, good, talk about it. Maybe other people will stop doing it. Yeah. So was this guy cute? Yeah, I mean, he was He was Decent cute. looking cop. I asked him if he wanted to come in and be on the podcast, too. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'll leave it to you guys. No, yeah. What? But was then this, Was he, this like a morning, midday? Like midday. Midday. So he's day shift. So yeah, he could just Office, patrol Officer him. Smith. Officer Smith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he proceeds to ask for my license and registration and all that. And this car is so spanking new. I've only had it for a couple days, so I had to look up the insurance on my phone. Uh It was like one of those ordeals, making me feel even more like a criminal. You're an outlaw. My heart rate is up. My hands are shaking. (laughs) I even, I used the F word on accident. Did you? Yeah. You were like, let's effing go. No. No, I was like, I guess I effed up, you know? And he's like, language. Did really? He, really? he called you did on he language? Really? He did, yeah. Wow. And I think his New York accent brought it out of me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't know why. You were like, weird. I've got some French toast back here. And he's like, language. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got some God. French sushi. <laughs> hey, I mean, you weren't saying it to him, technically. It was no. situational. Yeah. yeah. But language. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so then he goes back to his car and he comes back and he's like, where is this car from? He was looking up the VIN number and everything. It wouldn't show what Whoa. state it was from. I'm like, I don't know. They ordered it in. I would have said General, from Motor, General Motors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mobster's car. What if? <laughs> and so he's like, I, can't, I couldn't write you a ticket if I wanted to right now because I can't put what state this is from. And I'm like, good. Good. You could. Do you realize what you've got? You've got the keys to like run in a muck. They don't even know where your car's from. I know. And I was like, do you think this is stolen? You think my car's stolen? Is that what you're going to accuse me of next? It is. I had a bit of an attitude. Yeah, I guess. And in our last podcast, we talked about not having an attitude when you get pulled over. You did the opposite of everything we talked about. But anyways, when he told me that, I was like, good. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. We were laughing at this point. Okay. Thank goodness. That's yeah, that's the story. Wow. So you didn't get a ticket, didn't get no. nothing. But I didn't do anything wrong. Things we've learned. You buy a lot of groceries. You've got a stolen vehicle. You call it a truck. You had a pallet of groceries in the back. And it's like, let's go rob a bank in that thing. No kidding. Well, on the podcast in the past, haven't you asked about how fast you can go over the speed limit and not get pulled over? Yeah, we over? have. Yeah. Well, I guess now we know the secret is to just buy a new car and have dealer plates. Yeah. yeah. Speed all you want. Catch me if you can. It's Roadhouse Mailbag time. This one's going to be kind of difficult, I think. I'm interested to see if we get some phone calls on this one. Here we go. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I ended my marriage a year ago. Doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Doo-doo ruined that marriage. Somebody else should read this. Okay. Doo-doo. I ended my marriage a year ago due to domestic violence. I was married for 10 years and have two children out of this marriage. I'm in a long-term relationship with this wonderful man. He's very caring, sympathetic, logical, and strong-minded. We share a wonderful relationship, compassion, and we have great chemistry. With my purest of intentions, I shared my rather spattered past. 19 years ago, I was in a physical relationship for a year and a half. This wasn't a casual fling, 
but there was a long-term intentions that didn't work out. During this time, I fell pregnant, had to have an abortion. I moved on while doing my master's. I was briefly engaged to a longtime friend. He called it off and dumped me. We didn't have a physical relationship. A year later, on my parents' pressure, I was married in an arranged marriage. I informed my partner of all this, and it created a riff because he believes I've been very promiscuous, and I'm not telling him the truth. He insists on details of my encounters, which I sometimes find it difficult to even remember 19 years ago. He revisits my sexual past in his imagination to the point of adding details that didn't even happen. I have tried telling him that I have not held back information, but details make me very unhinged, especially more so because I love him so much. Please help me repair our relationship. Wow, this lady's been through a lot. How can you even move on if you're so focused on the past? I think, I think so I've had this a little bit in a relationship. I dug into her past a lot and wanted to know, not like super crazy details, but a lot. Because mainly I'm like, okay, what if somebody or someone comes up and the situation is going bad? Is it because this is an ex-boyfriend, an ex-fiance, an ex-lover of some kind? What's a, what's the situation? Where? How do I stand knowing that I need to protect my lady? What about you, Dylan? I don't know. I'm kind of speechless, honestly. I, I don't. There's a lot of different ways you could spin this. There's probably a good chance there's something about his past that she ain't real happy about either. Could be that. How are you going to move on and grow with someone if you can't let go of things they did before but aren't doing now it kind of makes me question him as well right because if he's uncomfortable with her past what's he hiding exactly well maybe he's just looking for enough dirt so all of a sudden his dirt doesn't seem that bad yeah like, yeah but you did this you know yeah. kind of thing. or maybe like, he's just psychotic could be the thing about it is if he knows all about her past which is kind of a crazy past and he's still there and he still loves her and he shows up every day you know maybe he just wants to know and Make sure he knows who he's with. Well, let's take some phone calls, some open mics, and see what, what happens. We've got a Roadhouse mailbag situation here. We received a letter from somebody asking for help with a relationship she's in. She shared details of her past with her current boyfriend from 19 years ago, and now he's obsessed with it. So obsessed that he even thinks about it nonstop and adds details that aren't even true. What do you think, Scout? If this guy is the love of your life, then he should be able to accept it and be able to move on with you. But if he can move on, then then that's that's another story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My question is: Is this guy psychotic? Yeah. Is he being weird about it? Yeah. That's the part that's probably not in the the details aren't there for that. Is what's, it to the point of creepy? Yeah. Is what's the word where he's obsessing over her past so mm-hmm. much that he just won't let it go, or is he just wanting like curiosity? Hey. I love you. I just want to know, and how can I help? I think if he's a little obsessive about it and won't let it go and is upset about it, she's not broke up with other people. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. There's, there's always therapy, too. Another notch they in the belt. They could go to, like, a couple's counseling trying yeah, to get through it true that, that way. True that. Yeah, go talk about it. Maybe he's not even aware how much this bothers her, so he's just, like, t- like a typical guy walking around with his mouth open. Nah, 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 nah. You know? Yeah, she's trying to move on from this horrible mm-hmm. past that she's had, and he keeps bringing it back up. Well, yeah. thanks, Scout. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. We love you. Love you, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
We also have somebody waiting on the phone with some advice as well. What are your thoughts? So her past really wasn't her choice. Abusive husband, probably got pregnant, couldn't have the baby. It was circumstance, but not stuff that she did mm-hmm. intend. And if he can't get past that, then she needs to dump him. It's like a mental health thing yeah. to keep bringing up. And yeah, that'll never be good if she stays with him, if he can't let it go. That's good advice. It is. Thank I, you. I don't yeah. think we've uh, approached yeah. it that way yet, in that specific way. That was enlightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Counseling might help for him to understand what she's been through, but trust is a big thing, and if she can't trust him with her, with her past, it'll never work. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to trust somebody if they've... I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think she should just cut her losses and try and find somebody that's more supportive and will let it be until she's ready to open up about it and if she never is then what's gotta be are you turning left or right 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 <laughs> always right all right, <laughs> all right well <laughs> thank you darlis this helps us so much okay have a good day love you thanks you too bye-bye <laughs> bye so, yeah, I agree with Darlis. I think uh, maybe he just needs to get some help. She's over the past. He's, yeah. he's stuck in it. So, yeah, it's it's up to him. Well, and honestly, from you take a step back and look at it. Like, she wants to relive that stuff. It's like, here, I just want you to know I'm being upfront. This is my past. So if it ever comes up in the future, I'd rather not revisit it on a daily basis. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let's turn the page and talk turn about page. your past now. Anyways, how are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Hey, you want to do something tomorrow, tonight, maybe? Anything in the future would be great. It's time for our wonderful health adventure update. How's it going over there, Brandon Jones, with yours? Just hanging on. You know, I I expected more out of my testosterone. I really did. So far, I haven't noticed any change as far as weight or muscle that I know of. It's been, what, two weeks, three weeks? I think it takes like a month to kick in. It might. I hope so. I hope that's what it is. But either way, nothing too big there. I'm still dealing with this plantar fasciitis. Actually, going to my chiropractor, Dr. Chantel Picorni, I go to see her, and she does some weird thing on the bottom of my foot with a contraption she has in another room, <laughs> and it makes my foot feel so much better. So, like, my foot, I felt like was about 80% healed. Like, I was feeling really good yesterday. I haven't heard anything you said because I'm still focused on Dr. Picorni. Yeah, you're well, yeah, it's my doctor. <laughs> and so the, anyway, she's uh, doing this thing on the bottom of my foot, and it feels about 80% better. Last night, I decided to go for a walk with the dogs and the wife. It's a beautiful night. We go for a walk, and about three-quarters of the way through the walk, I could feel my foot like something just happened, and it was like we're right back to square one. Oh, no. I could barely walk. I could barely use my toes to walk. I'm like, dang it. Yikes. So I don't know. That really makes it a struggle to work out. But Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm still lifting broom handles. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Back to the old-fashioned broom handle It's lifting. weird because this procedure that I had done on my shoulder feels so minor. Yeah. So it's hard to judge what I can do. Right. Like, putting my purse over my shoulder, like, sets me back a day. Jeez. It is so weird. Yeah, that's wild. Because it's the incision is healed and everything, uh-huh. but 12 weeks. Yeah. That. That's crazy. 12 weeks, but hey... But like you said, it's 100% success. You just yeah. have to do that healing process correctly. So mm-hmm. It's just crazy how long the healing is taking. Yeah. What about you, Dill? You know, not much. I try to make it to the Y when I can, and lately it's been so busy. I mean, I went, 
what was yes i didn't go i didn't go yesterday but i went the day before what did you do uh i rode for a while road 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 what'd you ride road (laughs) hey is there any hot chicks there oh you know from time to time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) not bad it's the only reason to go to the ymca that's right i still want to know what he rode like road Oh, like, like a row machine. A oh, yeah. Road. I was thinking like spin bike. No, no. Like, I thought you rode something. I'm like, your exercise program is totally different than mine. Different, Man, I miss the row machine. Yeah. I don't. It's It sucks, but you got to do it. Oh, you know? I love it. So, you know, I was going to ask, if you can lift the broomstick above your head, when you're done, do you get to ride it home? Oh, you little bastard. <laughs> it's time to talk about our most amazing podcast. Sha. That's like, it feels good being top of the mountain. And, you know, my dad always had a saying, the cream rises to the top. And it did. Yeah. It did. It took us a minute, but we're there. I mean, Whiskey at Work is a great podcast. It's cute. It you is. know, be like, hey, kids, let's drink some whiskey. And if you're trying to fall it. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Whis- whiskey at Work has been num- number one huh? for about three years now. It's also been the longest running podcast. Yes. And Bounce from the Roadhouse has been creeping up on this for more, quite some time. More kind of like it reminded me of, remember that bottle rocket that you get at 4th of July that just shoots a little higher, a little faster than yes. the other other bottle rockets? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what ours is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. Bounce from the Roadhouse, our podcast is now number one. Yeah. Thank you. We're thank you all excited. out there. Thank you very much. And if you're not going and listening to it, you're missing out. It's your oh, loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need this in your life. This is this should be an everyday thing for you. One of those things when you get off of work, and you're like, you know, I don't have anything to do. I'm going to relax. What do I do? Listen to our podcast. Yeah. Yep. Every time I post one, my husband sends me a text. Bounce from the roadhouse. He's all excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the coolest thing ever. And congratulations to you, Amy, because you put in 100% of the work. I don't do anything except for sit here and talk, and you grab it all and throw it out to the podcast world. So thank you. It's all your fault. Mm-hmm. Well, you're thank welcome, you. Brandon. You're you. welcome. And we're all a family. We're all part of the Roadhouse. We yeah. all do it. I yeah. just I just put it into a file. You just do the little clicky-madoos. And yeah. The, the, clicky-madoos. Yeah. <laughs> clicky. download it into the Dwadnum. And then we put it into the shimmy shamel yeah. out mm. to the world. So that you can grab your little slimy slams. And listen to it whenever you want. In between the Jimmy Jams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyways, what we're trying to say is <laughs> thank you. Thank you for making our podcast number one here at Home Slice. Now, we'll see you later, Joe Rogan, or whatever your yeah. name is. Rogan. We're coming after you, Chelsea Lynn. Chelsea Lynn who? Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to be old news next week. And we do have other podcasts, too. We have citizens arrest where yep. we talk with the cops and mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna be talking to them pretty soon here this yep. week i'll be talking about amy's little incident well, well we'll be talking to them next week i don't even know what day it is anymore so excited and what you have water cooler talk yep vikings mm-hmm. water cooler talk i do yeah. it with stitch we talk about the vikings you have brandom yep i have the brandom it's m at the end of my name podcast and that is pretty random yeah. that's the idea of the podcast it's very interesting you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> Uh, but bounce from the roadhouse go and subscribe so we can super pass mark mm-hmm. houston hey, hey, and his whiskey and share it with your friends too if you enjoy it chances are your friends will too yeah. that's right and you can listen to it anywhere spotify apple yeah uh, LimeWire. amazon limewire yeah 
Anywhere Napster. where you can get a podcast, you can find it. Even YouTube. All of our links are on FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> and Whiskey at Work is an amazing podcast, but it is number two. So here's a little message from my six-year-old son, Michael, to Mark Houston. Hey, Houston. How does it feel to be number two? <laughs> so we all know Johnny Depp won the big case the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, they both won, but he's getting the money. Yeah, there's a lot of people pretty pretty pumped about it, actually. I think he was supposed to get like $15 million and then she got some, and so they subtracted that from his, and yep. so she owes him like a little over $8 million. I don't know. I mean, either way you spin it, it was it was definitely interesting. It gave people something to look into and, you know, kind of eat up. It was like a new TV show that came out. Everybody was so excited to see what happened with that. Yeah. So Everybody's watching the trial while they drink Mega Pints now. <laughs> yeah, a Mega Pint. <laughs> we all came out with some, some new liners from, from Johnny Depp. Mega Pint. Uh, fecal matter. Yeah, fecal matter in the, the bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so For sure. We've recorded a bunch of those and we want to use them in our prank call today, right? All right. I think I mean I think it's gonna go pretty good. I do too. If you haven't been glued to your phone. Veterinary hospital, this is Samantha. I think that's pretty clear, yes. I'm sorry, what? They're teacup Yorkies. Do you need them to be seen? I wouldn't say that. Well then what can I help you with? Fecal matter on the bed. Are they not feeling well? Do you need to bring them in to get checked out? It was clear. Sounds bad. Let let me get them on an appointment. So grotesque. I, I bet it was. Can you bring the dogs in? What are their names? I poured myself a large glass of wine. That's probably not going to help them. A mega pint. Oh, so can you get a ride here? Can you find a ride? It was so bizarre. What was bizarre, sir? Fecal matter on the bed. Yes, the dogs must not be feeling well. She just tried to blame it on the dogs. Wait, it it wasn't the dogs? So grotesque. This is very disturbing. It was so bizarre. Well, why are you calling us if it wasn't the dogs? Fecal matter on the bed. This sounds like a personal problem to me. I poured myself a large glass of wine. Good. Maybe that will give you the courage to clean it up. A mega pint. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to help you, but enjoy your wine. <laughs> it's time to let the cat out. <laughs> Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Some legal analysts say the Deb Heard trial could mean the end of the hashtag MeToo movement. And based on the testimony about what was found on Johnny Depp's bed, it hopefully also means the end of the hashtag Me Did Number Two movement. <laughs> LA's population dropped by 176,000 from mid-2020 to mid-2021. The top reasons were the pandemic, rising house costs, and Nick Cannon wearing condoms. Don't be a fool, rap your tool. <laughs> AI technology helped recreate Val Kilmer's voice for Top Gun Maverick. It also made it look like Tom Cruise could see over the cockpit of his jet. <laughs> <laughs> 
A new study finds that alcohol can cause more damage than previously thought. The study consisted of just watching Johnny Depp. And a study says a spoonful of sugar in your coffee could help you live longer. Does that apply to all white granulated substances? Replied Johnny Depp. Clint Eastwood turns 92 today. Now when he uses his iconic line, Do you feel lucky? On someone, it's when he holds out his finger and asks them to pull it. And finally, the Kremlin is denying reports that Vladimir Putin is deathly ill. Doctors did find a polyp in his colon, though, but it turned out to be Tucker Carlson's nose. And that is the cat news out of the bag! Probably the worst thing about being in a relationship is breaking up with Mm -hmm. the other person. The ending. Oh, man, that's so horrible. It goes in stages, you know? I mean, it starts out fresh. It's exciting. You're, you know... You're just exploring new things, going out and doing fun things, cute dates, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to the climax and everything's fine and dandy. Then all of a sudden, that bus falls off the cliff. Yep. And it goes downhill With real, her in real it. fast. And you got to have the talk. Mm-hmm. And you like build yourself up to have this talk. And my in my experience, it's either going to be really easy or they're going to like beg yeah. to not break up. And that's yeah. when it gets hard because you're yeah. just like... I can't. It's a little easier when it's mutual. You know, like, yeah, well, yeah you're right. You both probably, see the end is in the yeah. near future. And right. it's kind of like, There's you no know. There's no help for us. And she's mm-hmm. like, I've already been hanging out with your friend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. No, yeah. that's not true. Yeah. But, but, or I mean, he. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or he's like, well, it's cool because I've been kind of dating your sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that brings us to an interesting point. I was surfing around Facebook this morning, and I saw some interesting things, to say the least. Our most Googled relationship question in our state is how to break up. Because <laughs> it's hard. Well, Midwestern nice people are, how do I tell this girl that she just isn't me? Yeah. I mean, it's it's confusing because, you know, you're, you're really sitting by yourself thinking about how I should go about this and what I should do. You don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And you can't just ghost them. No. Because, I mean, they get their answer, you know. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, how, they reach out. Hey, how are you? You know, how have you been? And you just leave them on red. And it's just, yeah, it's not good for either side. Have you ever had to break up with somebody? No, mm-hmm. no, I've, I've been on. The It'll meet. happen. Yeah, I've uh, I've always looked at a relationship like if I'm with somebody, I'm in it for the long haul. And so even when things get tough or you know that hey this isn't what i want in a relationship it's like let how can we work this out we got to be better for each other Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that's not the beginning of a breakup because it sometimes is or maybe she for me it's a she obviously says you know what no (laughs) i actually don't even want to be with you it's like oh okay bye yeah Uh, and when you're young before you're experienced you just expect to find that perfect person yeah Yeah. and they don't exist they don't they do Uh, but i found one but then you but have to work on it, though. I can remember in high school breaking up with my girlfriend. It was the only time I've ever broke up with somebody like I did the breaking up. She was kind of being a snot for a long time. We had dated for quite a few years, like most of high school. And we went to a play with my really good friend, and she was just being a, a B-word, you know, the whole time, and just a snot. And and then I so I go to drop her off that night, and I'm like, so uh, I think we should take a break. And I think we should break up. And she, like, got 
mad, like livid. Through, I had bought my mom used to work at Riddle's Jewelry. She took rings off and were throwing them at me. And these are like twenty dollars rings. And I can remember she runs in. She's like, "You're such a bleep hole," you know, blah blah blah. And she goes inside, and I'm like, "Uh, what?" And I just remember backing out of her driveway, like, "Oh, oh well, I guess that's that." A fun rest of our night. And that made mm-hmm. it easy for you because then yeah, you didn't feel guilty. Dylan is reaching out to us, Brandon and I, like we know the things you need to know about dating. But what was the other question you had? What do you do when someone's into you, but you're not that into them? Have you ever had that happen? You know, like you meet someone and the first time you're like, oh yeah, she's cool, you know, or he's cool, whatever. And like Brandon said, for me, it's a she. But Mm -hmm. what do you do when someone, you can tell someone's just really into you. You just got to break up with them. But you're not dating. This oh. is like a you know one of those things that oh. you just meet them and you know you kind of hit it off and then you're like ah oh, I don't I'm just not about for whatever reason it might not be anything to do with them you're just not yeah. feeling it you know just go flirt with somebody else in front of them no I that is know. the wrong that is, yeah <laughs> I don't know oh my gosh, I don't know so it hurts everybody's feelings yeah. and then you look like the jerk mm-hmm. no I I think you just have to tell them like you have to put them in the friend zone yeah like I'm sorry I'm just not that interested at this time there's no reason not to be. But I'm just not. Like, I don't have those feelings for you. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. you want to be friends with Benny's or, you, you know, you want to you do things. But I'm not. A, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. No. I'm, a, I'm a signal person. Like, I'll just, you know, you'll know. <laughs> you <laughs> think they'll know. I've worked with you and you think yeah, they know. I was just and, about to say. And everyone's like, what the heck is going on here? We'll be getting ready to do something. She just looks at us like we know what we're supposed to say. She's the car at the intersection standing there looking at you like, why aren't you going? And you're like, I don't know. Are you turning? Or are you going straight? I don't know what you're doing. Whatever, guys. And then she turns. Huh. Do you guys have little pet peeves? Like when I was dating, I always had pet peeves like stinky breath. Or yes. I always liked a guy that would smell good. Mm-hmm. No, no stinkiness. Yeah, like some cologne yeah. or something, you know? I didn't find this attractive, but a lot of the girls I dated were always really good looking. For some reason, my... You didn't find that attractive? Uh, no. Here, <laughs> so my significant others were always way out of my league. I don't know how I did it, but I've always had a knack for it. But like, even my ex-wife, amazing, just way better looking than I deserve, right? New wife, way out of my league. But it was funny because I'm like, they're so perfect. Like, they don't stink, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get to know them better, and you're cuddling with them. Or you're like, you spend a weekend camping together, and nobody showers. And you're like, but they do Do stink. stink. (laughs) But it's almost kind of cute. You're like, actually, she has faults. You know? She actually does stink. Not bad, but she does. That's cute. She not, like, not like I want to put my hand, my face up in your armpit, but like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't always smell like Victoria's Secret. No. Yeah. What's what's the gig with that anyways? What is Victoria's Secret? Oh, I know what it is. You do? What is it? What's underneath the lingerie? Mm. Isn't it the hole in the back of the thong? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here we are on a beautiful Tuesday. It's what they like to call Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. And I had a story uh, about a cool teacher that did something amazing during the pandemic. And then I thought, Dylan, you've had school teachers. You're Mart. Do you have a cool school teacher story? Because we've all had teachers that have touched yep. our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, some you, good, some bad. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and so you you said you had one that kind of brought you back into the whole mathematics. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, growing up, going through elementary school and stuff, I never liked math. Uh, I did what I had to do to, you know, get decent grades, but I didn't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, and it wasn't one of the subjects that just came to me and I didn't have to work at it at all. So uh, I had this teacher in middle school and I don't know what it was exactly, but it just, she just made it click a lot more. And uh, I really enjoyed going to class and she made it fun and um, she'd really go out of her way to, um, you know, if you needed extra help on something, you could stay later after class or come in before after school. And uh, uh, yeah, so it made math a lot more enjoyable because I just, I hated math as it was. I didn't find any satisfaction in putting the time in for it. That's crazy. And, uh, you know, working on it. So she really made a big difference. And um, I, I don't know. I think that's a lot of way for, or, uh, that's relatable for a lot of kids, no matter what the subject is. Because yeah. if you have a good teacher, I think it makes it a lot easier to learn something you're not passionate about. I agree 100%. There was some subjects that I wasn't interested in, didn't have a, a care in the world to be a part of it. You know, whether it be, you know, like when you get into like geography or like even right. like world history, I'm like, man, I could care less. Yeah, exactly. You know, but a cool teacher, a good teacher really, really brings it. And you're like, oh, all of a sudden this is kind of fun, mm-hmm. you know. And I've also screwed off in some really good teachers classes that <laughs> probably deserved a better student than me. But right. I, hey, that was me. Yeah, hey, it happens to the best of us. I'm sorry. So do you remember the teacher's name? Uh, uh, Mrs. Bay. Mm, Miss mm-hmm. Bay? Mm-hmm. Dang. What's up, Miss Bay? Maybe she's listening <laughs> right now. I That's don't think good. so. I uh, She she had moved to, uh, I think it was Utah or whatever, yeah. a year or two after I was done with middle school. So that was great for me because I really enjoyed having her class, and she yeah. taught me a lot, and then, you know. And then she headed out. she moved, so I got the last of the good one, I guess. You got the last mm-hmm. of the Bay. That's oh, right. That's good. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss Bay, if you happen to be listening, even though you're in Utah. Maybe you got the app. But either way, thank you, Miss Bay, and thank you to all you teachers out there, especially with graduation weekend this last weekend. It just goes to show you like how many kids have graduated and all the hard work you've done. They're moving on, and, and thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It's a feel-good moment. Today's feel-good moment is coming from Cece. She made a post on Black Hills Cup of Sugar. Hello, I know this is a long shot, but I'm a mom needing help. We ate at the mall today, and my baby had his blanket in his car seat, his favorite blanket. It was there when we walked out the doors, and I didn't realize it until we got to my mom's house, which was five minutes away, that it was missing. My sister and I went back and double-checked and checked again, and it had gotten picked up within that time by someone. It's a white native design blanket with black, orange, and yellow colors. Soft on one side and fuzzy on the other, an infant blanket. I'm so saddened, but I figured someone would have turned it in. He's now looking for it because it's nap time. If you are around and happen to see it or know anyone that may have, I am willing to pay for the safe return of our blanket. As funny as it seems, it is not. I do know it can be replaced, but my son only knows this blanket, so I wouldn't ask if it wasn't serious. I'm heartbroken. I only have me to blame. I saw this post on Black Hills Cup of Sugar, and then I scrolled down to read the comments, and I had seen that somebody had turned it into the lost and found at the mall. And then I thought to myself, how many people walked right by that blanket and just saw it as a blanket? The person who turned it in didn't just see a blanket. They saw security for a little baby. And when I reached out to Cece to get her permission to air this, she let me know that her little boy is tube fed 
and has other health issues. So finding it was a huge relief. So now the little boy has his blanket and his security, and that we are thankful for. For the person that turned in the blanket, thank you. That's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.